Hi there and welcome to Revitalise the Everyday Audio Bible with me, your host, Lulu Lincoln. Today we'll be reading from Genesis 17, Psalm 17 and Matthew 17. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we have limited understanding of exactly how things will play out. But what we do know is that you are with us, that because of Jesus, we have salvation and everlasting hope and peace. The Lord Jesus created a government of peace. And I thank you that through your word, we can come to understand exactly what resources and tools and support are available to us through the power of the Holy Spirit. You are my God and my friend, and I and I ask you today that um, hmm, when I read your word, lives would be transformed, hearts would be opened, and burdens and heavy loads would be lifted and um, have bonds and any shackles and hindrances and barriers will be broken down in the name of Jesus. You are very near to us. In fact, you are in us and you walk with us. And that's the power that I have that's available to all, all who will listen, all who will accept you as their God today. I thank you and I bless your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Genesis 17. Now, when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am God Almighty, walk habitually before me with integrity, knowing that you are always in my presence and be blameless and complete in obedience to me. I will establish my covenant, everlasting promise between me and you, and I will multiply you exceedingly through your descendants. Then Abraham fell on his face in worship and God spoke with him saying, as for me, Behold, my covenant is with you, and as a result, you shall be the father of many nations. No longer, no longer shall your name be Abraham, exalted father, but your name shall be Abraham, father of a multitude, for I will make you the father of many nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make you a father of nations, and I will make nations of you, and kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants and after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your descendants after you. I will give to you and to your descendants after you the land in which you are a stranger, moving from a place to a place, all the land of Canaan as an everlasting possession of your property. And I will be their God. Further, God said to Abraham, As for you, your part of the agreement, you shall keep and faithfully obey the terms of my covenant, you and your descendants, after you, throughout their generations. This is the sign of my covenant, which you shall keep and faithfully obey between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male among you shall be circumcised, and you shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskins, and it shall be the sign, the symbol, memorial of the covenant between me and you. Every male among you who is eight days old shall be circumcised throughout your generations. 
including a servant, whether born in your house or one who is purchased with your money from any foreigner who is not of your descendants, a servant who is born in your house or one who is purchased with your money must be circumcised, and the sign of my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant, and the male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, that person shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. Then God said to Abraham, As for Sarai, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, my princess, but her name will be Sarah, princess. And I will bless her, and indeed I will also give you a son by her. Yes, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of peoples will come from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born to a man who is a hundred years old? And shall Sarah, who is ninety years old, bear a child? And Abraham said to God, Oh, that Ishmael, my firstborn, might live before you. But God said, No, Sarah, your wife, shall bear you a son indeed, and you shall name him Isaac. Laughter, and I will establish my covenant with him, for an everlasting covenant, and with his descendants after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard and listened to you. Behold, I will bless him and will make him fruitful, and will greatly multiply him through his descendants. He will be the father of twelve princes, chieftains, sheikhs, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant, my promise, and my solemn pledge, I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah will bear to you at this time next year. And God finished speaking with him and went up from Abraham. Then Abraham took Ishmael his son and all the servants who were born in his house and all who were purchased with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's household and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin the very same day as God had said to him. So Abraham was a knight 99 years old when he was circumcised and Ishmael his son was 13 years old when he was circumcised and on the very same day Abraham was circumcised as well as Ishmael his son was circumcised all the men servants of his household both those born in the house and those purchased with money from a foreigner were circumcised along with him as the sign of God's covenant with Abraham. Psalm 17 Prayer for protection against oppressors This is a prayer of David Hear the just, righteous cause, O Lord Listen to my loud, piercing cry Listen to my prayers that come from my guileless lips Let my verdict of vindication come from your presence May your eyes look with equity and behold things that are just. You have tried my heart. You have visited me in the night. You have tested me and you found nothing evil in me. I intend that my mouth will not transgress. Concerning the deeds of men, by the word of your lips, I have kept away from the paths of the violent. My steps have held closely to your paths. My feet have not staggered. And I have called upon you, for you, O God, will answer me. Incline your ear to me, hear me, hear my speech. Wondrously show your marvellous and amazing loving kindness, O Saviour of those who take refuge at your right hand, from those who rise up against them. Keep me in your affectionate care, protect me, 
as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the protective shadows of your wings from the wicked who despoil and deal violently with me. My deadly enemies surround me and they have closed their unfeeling hearts to kindness and compassion. And with their mouths they speak proudly and make presumptuous claims. They track us down and have now surrounded us in their steps, in our steps. They set their eyes to force us to the ground. He is like a lion eager to tear his prey and like a young lion lurking in hiding places. Arise, O Lord, confront him, cast him down. Save my soul from the wicked with the sword, with your sword, from men with your hand, O Lord, from men of the world, these moths of the night, whose portion of enjoyment is in this life, idle and vain, and whose belly you fill with your treasure. They are satisfied with children, and they leave what they have left of wealth to their children. As for me, I shall see your face in righteousness, and I will be fully satisfied when I awake to find myself seeing your likeness. Matthew 17. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John, the brother of James, and led them up on a high mountain by themselves. And his appearance changed dramatically in their presence, and his face shone with heavenly glory, clear and bright like the sun, and his clothing became as white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with Jesus. Then Peter began to speak and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good and delightful and auspicious that we are here, if you wish I will put up three sacred tents here, one for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. And while he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased and delighted. Listen to him. When the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were terrified. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Get up, do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. And as they were going down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Do not tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The disciples asked him, Then why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? And he answered and said, Elijah is coming and must restore all things. But I say to you that Elijah has come already. And they did not recognize him but did to him as they wished. The Son of Man is also going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he had spoken to them about John the Baptist. And when they approached the crowd, a man came up to Jesus, kneeling before him and saying, Lord, have have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic, moonstruck, and suffers terribly, for he often falls into the fire and into the water. And I brought him to your disciples, and they were not able to deal with Um, to heal him and Jesus said you unbelieving and perverted generation how long shall I be with you how long shall I put up with you bring him here to me Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him and the boy was healed at once then the disciples came to Jesus privately and asked why could we not drive a towel and he answered because of your little faith your lack of trust and confidence in the power of God for I assure you and most solemnly say to you If you have living faith, the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there. And if, if it is God's will, it will move. 
and nothing will be impossible for you. But this kind of demon does not go out except by prayer and fasting. When they were gathering together in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is going to be betrayed and handed over to men who are his enemies, and they will kill him, and he will be raised from death to life on the third day. And they were deeply grieved and distressed. When they arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the half-shekel temple tax went up to Peter and said, Does not your teacher pay the half-shekel? Peter answered, Yes. And when he came home, Jesus spoke to him first, saying, What do you think, Simon? From whom do earthly rulers collect duties or taxes? From their sons or from strangers? And when Peter said, From strangers, Jesus said to him then, The sons are exempt from taxation. However, so that we do not offend them, go to the sea and throw in a hook and take the first fish that comes up and when you open its mouth, you will find a shekel. Take it and give it to them to pay the temple tax for you and me. This is the word of the Lord. Father, I am so... um, I'm just awestruck of your word, the detail and and the timing, um, the the parables, the the truth and the the strength and also the way in which, Father, your word really challenges us. You, You came to Abraham and you renamed him and you said that at his age he would give you a son through the wife that you gave to him. And they had to use their faith and believe that you would fulfill your promise. And you did indeed make Abraham a father of many nations. And he is our father in faith. David called out to you and said his enemies are prospering. They're able to leave wealth for their children, but he desires to awake and be like you. And then our Lord Jesus himself saying that casting out demons requires faith, fasting and prayer. Oh Lord, would you make us like you that we could do the things that you could do without fear and trembling of the enemy? You are our strong tower and you are our very present help in our time of need. Would you cause us to rise up in this generation and show faith and mighty exploits and wonder, not for the sake of mankind, but so that your name would be glorified? We have become a wicked and perverse generation because we walk outside of your plans and we walk in opposition and stubbornness and rebellion to your ways. I've done it and I wholeheartedly repent of living in disobedience and in darkness and in sin. And I extend that grace to those who will listen to turn, turn back to God, walk in his ways, walk in his spirit. Holy Spirit, would you strengthen me and and enlighten me to walk in um, your timing, but also that you would bring healing to this nation, to London, to the chaos. Would you remove COVID-19 so that people would not be held captive by fear and instead of fear, righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost? My God and my King, your word is a light and a lamp unto our feet, but it's also truth. It's also a sword dividing flesh marrow and bone asunder so as this word penetrates my heart and oh my goodness really destroys my ideals would you rebuild me as a temple of praise 
Would you extend your grace and your mercy to those who desire to know you and soften the hearts of those who do not want to know you and draw your people back to you? As this country is entering into lockdown, I um, speak boldly against the spirit of fear that you surely and certainly have no place in the life of a believer. And I break, I break the vow, all vows with fear in the lives of the believer. And instead of fear, I bring peace and prosperity and calm and joy and love and kindness and salvation. And we nail that fear to the cross and by the power of your blood remove all anxiety from those who are listening from my household to your household may the grace of god be with you always be with you and cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace in jesus name amen Now I'm going to hand you over to Naya, who will lead you in a prayer of salvation. Please listen to each line and repeat um, after her. Thank you, Naya. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and giving me and forgiving me of my sins, so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made, and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10 verse 9, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart, making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus, and I am so grateful to, grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in the new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Naya <laughs> and Jaden. Now, if that was your first time praying the prayer of salvation, we would like to warmly welcome you into the family of God. It's the best decision that you'll ever make. And um, <laughs> I would like to encourage you to join your local church online, read your Bible every single day, listen to music that glorifies God, surround yourself with um, other believers, like-minded people, people proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord. And just remember that you are absolutely loved and so valued and you made the best decision today to follow Christ. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye.